episode 109 of We The Gamer Cast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com and it comes to you on iTunes and Google Play and mother-loving YouTube every single Monday. Thank you for being here and listening and subscribing, hitting the thumbs up on the YouTube video and all the rest that you do. If you watch the YouTube video, by the way, just everybody just, it's a, Lincoln is okay. He was a little frightened by the, he doesn't know it's coming. Sometimes I don't even know what's coming. He's okay. He was a little frightened, but everything is fine. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that I am coming to the close of a full-time all-daddy day. This was – Chelsea does everything every single day today from very early on until now. She's she's about 15 minutes away. Pizza is coming, and I'm in for a delicious night of pizza, and uh, I managed to – keep three dogs and a baby alive i'm very happy i'm very i'm elated by that because not only did we just like hang around the house we didn't just do the bare minimum folks we went for a walk i had the dogs like tied to my waist and i had the the stroller super dad moment so that was great then then we uh we put the dogs away and then lincoln and i went to the pool we hung out at the swimming pool for a little bit and we did some back floats and some front float he did i didn't I, I helped him because that would be weird if I was just laying there showing my baby son <laughs> how good I am at backfolds, which I'm not good at. Um, by the way, guys, before I get too far into it, I want to give high fives and thank yous to our amazing collection. <laughs> this, this, this class of classy men of our executive producers over on patreon.com slash make us better, including our brand new platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks, our gold executive producer, Sheldon Benedict Lincoln. This is very exciting stuff, man. You'd, you'd never know. Our executive producers, Nick Militia, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Nine O's, Jesse Johnson, Glocko Schaefer, Joey Hare. We'll get to him in a second. David Ray and Mike Drummy guys. Thank you so much. We are looking at some new stretch goals over on patreon.com slash make us better. But we're going to get to that in a second, because if you're new, here's the deal. Uh, every week I have sweet hangs, sweet, sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. And this week is no different. If you guys want to be part of the show, it's very easy. Just do what Joey did. Tweeted me uh, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants, just like Brendan Myers did. And right at the start, I got to apologize to Brendan for misspelling his name everywhere. So right now you're seeing, I've done most of the work uh, in terms of publishing the show. It's 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 been done. I just got to record this and put it all together. But all the typing and stuff is done, and it's because last week I did all that typing and stuff with Lincoln in my lap, and you know you didn't I, I didn't do a check should have should have triple checked how to spell Brendan's name, and I'm very very sorry. I've got it fixed everywhere except for the thumbnail. Um, it just I I replaced the picture and it's not fixing. So I'm very sorry, but it's Brendan Myers, not with two E's. So I'm very sorry. But Twitter, follow him because I think some of you guys like that episode and please reach out to him. King of the Pirates with a zero instead of an O. I also want to give a couple shout outs. This is going to be a bit of a if we ran Nintendo type of start, everybody. A shout out to my good friend Callow. I say good friend and then I doubt myself on if that's how you want us to pronounce Edwin. Thank you very much, man. Uh, he is at Cal Zero, gifted me Shadow of War. Are you freaking kidding me, man? And again, it was just I was having a rough day at work. I, I wait, did I talk about this last week? I feel like I just talked about this. This might have been on the Xbox Drive. Anyways, you can never thank somebody too much. 
Edwin, I really, really appreciate it, man. More than you know. Uh, I've jumped into it. I love what I'm seeing, man. I, I wanted to finish up one of the games we'll talk about in a second here, which is The Lost Legacy. But this is going to be my main line for the next little bit. And I've been looking for a game like this. This game is like, it's just pure gameplay. This is kind of like, like Destiny has been for me as well, where I just want to jump in and play. And there's no, it doesn't seem like there's really any barriers for me to play the game. It's not to say that it's not difficult. It doesn't have its challenges, but I just love the gameplay of this. It's so smooth. My expectations were in the basement for this game. So Thank you so much. I knew I was going to get around to it eventually, but I'm glad I'm getting to it now. So thank you to to, uh, to Edwin for that. And also, if you guys check me out on Twitter at Sean Capri, remember, um, I have a new profile picture. Thank you to the art of Adam L. Adam Leonard from Mega Dads. Uh, if you guys don't know, he is just an incredible artist. We talked about it when he was on my show a little bit, actually quite a bit. You should you should go check out that episode if if you've missed it. Um, and more importantly, you should check out Megadads Live. Everything that they're doing at Megadads, um, follow them on Twitter because my goodness, I've said it from the very beginning. Just like probably the most talented of all of us, we're all just kind of faking it. And, and Adam actually has has talent in his body, so that's you should support that. And I've been I've been a proud patron of Megadads for quite a while now and i love what they're doing and i'm so proud to have my profile picture drawn by such an amazing artist i've now been in me form i'm an animated wait did i work yeah anim animated like a me in there it's my me was animated by tj i've been i've been also animated by gary gray i've been drawn by adam leonard guys this is freaking incredible so thank you so much it's a uh, very humbling also it's all for If We Ran Nintendo. So if you're listening to this on Monday, check out If We Ran Nintendo tonight at 8.30 Eastern on YouTube.com slash Nintendo Guru. Some cool stuff happening over there. High five to new patrons, Timothy Alf. And also I decided I'm just going to do a random high five to, um, you don't have to be executive producer to get a shout out. So uh, high five to uh, Breadfan35. <laughs> I'm Chris McCracken, and I wanted to give you a, a high five because I was playing Overwatch thinking of you, man, every time uh, Junkrat hit me up with that damn ultimate. Goodness gracious. David Ray and I were playing that the other night, having a having a great time, and I was thinking about how how amazing Chris is on Married to the Games coming up with, with music based on characters from Overwatch. So thank you to... Uh, Thank you to Chris and all of our, our patrons on patreon.com slash make us better. Guys, new goals coming up. Let me just see what we've got here. Bobby and, and Toby and I talked this morning, uh, just, just a quick bit. And we decided that at $300 a month, we're going to stretch this a little bit. Uh, hopefully this is achievable, but at $300 a month, um, you know that recently we added returning guests to this show. We the gamer cast. Um, so what we're going to do is at 300 bucks a month, those shows will be live. Those interviews will be live, uh, maybe um, interactive. Change it a little bit. I, I feel like by then, by the time somebody comes back on the show, there's a bit of a relationship not only with me and the guests, but also with you. And maybe you've come to know their work or things that they've been up to or just you've connected with them on, on Twitter. So maybe that might be more appropriate for us to have a bit of a live show. So that's cool. And... At $350 a month, I know this is this is a bit of a stretch, guys, but we got to push this one because Toby said that he can make a game in RPG Maker. Uh, he's going to call it, this is a working title, Guru PG, kind of like Guru, like RPG. That's right, Lincoln, I know, holy crap. Guys, I am a zombie in this game. I have been killed and I come back as a zombie and Toby and Bobby have to take care of me. They have to make sure that I get brains to eat, otherwise I will murder them. 
And it's so cool because we're going to have patrons, executive producers on patreon.com slash make us better be quest givers in this. I am so pumped by this. I'm just going to, we'll leave it at that. There's way more to it, but I'll, I'll let Toby describe. He, he does a better job of describing it anyways, but guys, this is so cool. Help us get there. It's a game that you will be able to play. And well, I said I was going to leave it at that. Toby's got more details for you. We'll talk about it maybe on if we were at Nintendo and also check out uh, Nintendo PlayStation podcast for that. I'm racing guys because there's a whole bunch of stuff to get to before we talk to joey hair our executive producer you've heard him at the top of the show i wanted to let you know i had an amazing time playing splatoon 2 except for the fact that holy crap nintendo why can't i play splatfest with my friends if i don't have four people i should still be able to pair up with people you have one two three four whatever i want to be able to play with my friends why is this so hard that was so frustrating i was having a great time playing splatoon knowing that my friends were also having a great time playing splatoon but the problem is i'm I'm sitting there wondering like why am i doing this the only reason that i'm doing this aside from you know it's a good game but i also have other great games to get to is to say that i played splatoon 2 and i played the splatfest this weekend so that when team vampires eventually won i could say that i had definitely definitely uh a huge i played a huge role in that which i obviously did I hope you guys had a great time playing Splatfest. I hope Nintendo fixes this. If I ran Nintendo, my goodness gracious, it would just be so much different. I don't know if you guys uh, experienced the same thing. If you did, hit me up at Sean Capri. Leave a comment in the YouTube video, all that good stuff. Uh, what am I missing? I feel like there's got to be something. I told you about Uncharted. Maybe I'll talk about that next week because this has been going on for way too long. My guest this week, guys... <gasps> Did I mention that this is evening? This is not first thing in the morning, so I've got a full day activity just rolling here. Guys, Joey Hare... If there's, if there's one thing that you're going to get out of this conversation, and I hope that you get as much fun out of it that I did, it's, it's at the very end. I don't even remember how we get on, get into this, but we start talking about Halo, and this is the Halo conversation I've been wanting to have for a long time. As somebody who started up an Xbox podcast, I've been wanting to talk a little, little nerdisms about Halo and the, uh, the old school versus the new school. So stick around for that. You should check out Joey on, on the Twitter, he's at Joe Critic YT. There's no E in Joe. Joe Critic YT on Twitter. The YT is for YouTube because he also has a YouTube channel, which we'll get to in here. I've been wanting to talk about Halo forever, so here, why don't we just get to it? There's some music coming up with Halo, and here he is, Joey Hair, patron producer, executive producer, Joey Hair. Just gonna keep going, getting more red of the face, Joey. Hang on a second. What? What is that all about? You give you give cookie, you give treats to drunk people. But yeah, teen coffee on the way home. So why? Christian thing to do. Oh really? Oh nice, man. I don't know. Like it just sounds like maybe is this just a fun thing to do? Like how do you get started yeah. in something like that? Um, it's just part of the because I'm part of the Christian. I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and I'm part of a Christian society at my university. Yeah, and they do it every Friday and every Wednesday. And so, what so. like is it's the purpose is just to kind of look out for your neighbor or something like that. Yeah. Well, how do you get such a late shift? Isn't there a, a, a more like daytime way to help your neighbor? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how it got started, but yeah, every every Wednesday from twelve till twelve till three, yeah. and then on. Uh, Friday from eleven till four. Mm-hmm. So so I got in really late. Oh, oh! I was about to make fun of you for 
for waking up so late. It, given that there's eight hours in between us, and we're getting up at about the same time, but I suppose that's actually more uh, helpful to society than what I was... Last night, I, I crashed big time last night, dude. Like, I just kind of, like, hit the couch, and I'm staring at my Xbox going, Shadow of War, yes, tonight, I've got all night, I could be doing this. And I couldn't keep my eyes open. And, like, it was one of those sleeps that I was so exhausted that, like, mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, as if, like, the, the same position I'm sitting in my chair, just out, like, chin to chest, and just, like, I could feel my body, how heavy it was. And that's how you know you're that tired is when you can... And I actually got a good rest out of it. That's the other thing that you know when you're when you're that tired, man. But anyways, enough about my sleep. Let's, let's go back. I want to know, like... Where you? Where have you come from? Like you've kind of like just a, at least for me, just kind of shown up, and you're an active member of the community, and I always love seeing your comments. And I'm gonna start with uh, something that you had mentioned a little while ago. Perhaps this ties into uh, maybe your YouTube channel a little bit. Your your Twitter handle, Joe Critic, YT for YouTube. Um, you you mentioned a little while ago that you feel that you get labeled kind of like a, almost like a hater or like you. Um, mm-hmm. If you come down on things more than the average person, where does that come from? I want to talk about this in kind of the the general scope, but we'll start with you personally. It seemed like this was coming from a place of repetitive, almost attacks or, or comments towards some of your your comments. See, see, I have a um, I have a problem where I speak before I think, and it's the same with Twitter and Discord and stuff. I'll say something and then be like. Oh, I don't actually mean that. So, like this thing with um, with Jules, for instance, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was a game, you know, free games in one. So I was like, and everybody mm-hmm. was saying how this game should be like twenty, twenty-five dollars, and I, w- and I just was baffled by it. Mm-hmm. But now that now that I know that it's free games in one, you know, it's an absolute perfect price. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, so do you think that's something that's like maybe just being part of the internet is hard to read like all we really twitter is basically headlines if you really look Mm -hmm. at it you have 140 characters that's basically a headline and the nature of journalism or reading news i guess is it's kind of like that upside down pyramid where the most important piece is at the top and then as you go further down into the article it gets less and less important but there's still content Mm -hmm. there there's still stuff that kind of like backs up that main headline with with twitter or with what a lot of the stuff that we consume it's kind of just like that headline and that's it. So yeah. basically, I'm trying to give you a little bit of a benefit of the doubt and a lot of people the benefit of the doubt here, which is you kind of go off of what you're given. And it does take just that little extra step, maybe even just a click or or, mm-hmm. or like if something catches your eye to, to find out the full story. But yeah, man, like how do you feel like this sort of affects like the Internet in general? Like is this is this helpful to have now we have access to all the information in the world or but at the same time we don't know what to do with this mass overload. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, um, I obviously some people are just trolls, you know, they're mm. out there just to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. No comment. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, I think for people like myself and other people like myself, sometimes you just get drawn into, you know, conversations and you just get drawn into these discussions and they sometimes, you sometimes come across as negative and trolley, mm-hmm. even though, that's not what your intent is. And all you want to do is tell people, I hand out coffee and tea to drunk people in the morning. Like, I'm not a bad person. Like, I yeah. I, I try to 
to be a good person and this is not why isn't this working dude i connect with that yeah. so much I, very often it's like that's not what i meant that's not what oh this has gone too far let's try to pump the brakes a little bit and, and let's back up so is this kind of like the only time it's, it sounded like um this has happened maybe a couple times before is it mainly internet oh, yeah. stuff or is it in, uh, in person too it's in person as well. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I have kind of a, a motor mouth sometimes. I yeah. get myself in trouble. I get myself in trouble quite a lot. <laughs> oh, man. I almost want to, like, you shouldn't tell a podcaster that because now you kind of want to go, like, hmm, what's there? I kind of want to. Give me an example, though. I don't actually want to, like, trap you um, or anything, but give me an example. Oh, wow. On the spot. Um, I can't actually think of anything on the spot. That's all right, man. I don't mean to. I, don't, I shouldn't. I shouldn't put you on the spot like that. What about this? What about YouTube, man? So you're getting the YouTube channel getting going. Um, yeah. How could people find it? What's What's happening there? Because it's in your name that you're a critic. So let's yes. let's talk about this a little bit because it seems like you might be wanting to have your cake and eat it too. So let's let's yeah. work this out together. So I have a personality where I see things very black and white mm-hmm. so it's very you know in, in, in my in my head i see things you know very straightforward and it comes across as very critical and so it was actually uh, patrick from nintendo um who gave me the idea of creating a channel where you know i give my opinions on things um and it's not i'm not doing it i'm just doing it as kind of a hobby so videos come when they come Right. I'm, not, I'm not like you guys where every you know, you guys Monday. Doing, yeah, <laughs> it's just where it's just when I feel um, there's an opportunity for me to say, you know, talk about something. I'll talk about something. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a video, I want to, like I put up a Metroid, you know, unboxing. Yeah, watch that. Know. I love. Okay, I want to jump into that one just for a quick second because. I want to point out a quick contradiction. I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, so as you're, and maybe you jinxed yourself because I took, I took notes. As you can see behind me, many toys still in the packaging. And you made mm-hmm. mention of, I don't know why people care about the packaging. I didn't take that as a personal <laughs> slight. I didn't. I get it all the time. People like, this is weird. Why? This takes up more space. It's harder to store. It's, there's many reasons to rip these things out. So I get it. But what happened later in the video was, <laughs> You've got the what was the strategy guide or something like that, oh, the Prima. That, that annoyed and, me so much. And I ripped you ripped that. the sticker. The sticker ripped the book off it. And oh, it both both hurt me because that kind of stuff drives me bananas, dude. Like if a if a price tag like doesn't come all the way off and like there's goo and you can never you can never know, get it right? perfect. So I, I don't know. Do you feel like you jinxed yourself? One. Yeah, you jinxed I, I yourself bought- a little bit. I went and bought another one because of that. Did you? Oh, man, I was wondering if you would because I definitely would have. Like, you're just looking at it and you're like, man, this was, what was it, 10, 10 pounds? Yeah, 10. I think I think it was 12 pounds from my local store. <laughs> you're just like... And luckily, they had another one in stock. So, do but, you know the trick? I don't know. You probably know this, and for the benefit of anybody else, if you, uh, if you see these stickers and you are worried about what is left over, um, take a hair... If you have a hair dryer, uh, blow dry it. And put it on high heat, give it a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll melt plastic. You have to be careful with like the amiibo mm-hmm. stuff. But if you just melt it just a little bit, that peels right off. Unless the person at the store is a real jerk face and they get like these industrial glue and sometimes like the older style stickers just don't come off. But it's a trick maybe, maybe in the future. It'll, it gets them off when, and obviously I'm a person who cares about that sort of stupid thing, but mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the video, man. And so going back to, uh, kind of just getting into voicing your opinion. I got to tell you, it's funny because 
that's basically how I started as well was like, I just mm-hmm. wanted to start a blog and, and that takes way too long. I don't know how, why anybody would start a blog anymore, man. YouTube is right there. Just, just talk and people understand that it's not always going to be polished. So I really like this, man. I don't know if you have like intentions of more bigger things, but I think what you're going to find is maybe it'll be a little addicting too. I don't know if yeah. you're already getting that sense. Mm hmm. Um, I am already working on my next video. There it is. Which is, uh, it's taking a long time because, you know, I'm just doing it as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not even turning money as I say, full money as I, money as I say. Wow. Big just, word. I'm just going to let you the sit money with that one. aspect. Yep. The, the ad rev, I'm not even turning that on. It literally, my channel is literally just a hobby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I love that, next, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like even in the beginning, I, on, on We the Nerdy's YouTube channel isn't monetized either. So like, because what are we doing 15 20 mm. views per th- like whatever even if it was monetized it's not talking about much anyway so you might as well let people yeah. kind of jump in and, and get to it it's not a knock against anybody who does monetize have at it but i just wanted to let you know that i that i connect with that man so is it all from your yeah. phone then like and and also what are we focusing on is it video games all of entertainment like what's kind of your what's the angle it's pretty much anything my description basically says that it'll be heavily focused on gaming but mm-hmm. if there's something I want to talk about, I'll talk about it. Nice, man. Okay, so like, what if, what's the thing that sort of got you inspired to do that sort of thing? Is it because for me, like doing all of this stuff, it all comes from a lifetime. I was talking to my mom about this. It comes from a lifetime of just doing stupid crap with my neighbor, whether we were making up Mega Man bosses and like drawing things out of instruction booklets to mm-hmm. once we got our hands on on camcorders with like crappy digital tapes because I'm or not even digital tapes, but like actual tapes inside because I'm super old, um, to filming birthday parties of 60 drunk people in my backyard with five kegs. Like that's kind of, that that had, you when you have decades of doing that kind of stuff, that just carries forward even if you have a full-time job and you become a dad, that sort of just happens. So I'm curious, is this sort of like the spark? Is this the start of this? Or like does, does the creativity and wanting to voice opinion and form arguments does that come from somewhere else, maybe earlier in life for you? I'm a very, um, I'm a type of person who absolutely loves discussion. Mm-hmm. I will sit in front of somebody and I will talk, even if I don't know anything about it, I'll just bluff my way through it. Oh, nice. And I'll just, yeah, and I'll just talk, you know, I'll just talk, talk about it. You know, it could be anything, politics and mm-hmm. gaming, anything. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just love talking to people. And that's where, you know, linking back to the start, where sometimes it comes across negative and mm-hmm. um, because I like discussion so much, I do get a bit of, um, you know, contention, but because um, it's actual conversation where you're not yeah. just like fluffing it. Well, I mean, if you're making up, that's one thing, but if you're not, if you're just, if you're exploring a full spectrum yeah. of, of a topic, then of course, some of that is going to be negative and people have, I think mm-hmm. an adverse reaction to, to negativity exactly. in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's a, um, a problem at the mm-hmm. moment, that people like to focus on the positives, but as soon as somebody says something, you know, negative about rebel, rebel. yeah, it's you know, it's all you know, hate, 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 hate. Mm-hmm. But nothing's perfect. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all is perfect. You know, even in gaming world, Breath of the Wild, that game is not perfect. Yeah, no must be trash then. If it's but, not perfect, yeah. then it, then the only other option is garbage. <laughs> Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's what people think. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
So let me t- let me ask you this, man. We I know that you're into into the Nintendo community. Is that sort of like the focus? I do, like looking at you open that Metroid amiibo and looking at the at the strategy guide. I'm getting a clear sense of Nintendo nostalgia there. What's up, Jacob? Uh, oh, is yeah. there it, does it go kind of beyond that, or are we kind of like narrowed in on on Nintendo right now? Which would be it's a good time to be that. Um, I'm a big Nintendo fan. I skipped the Wii U. Well, I didn't skip the Wii U. I bought a Wii U very, 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 very late on. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get it on sale, kind of thing? Yeah, because exactly. I was waiting for a sale because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't like the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I Fair. think the games. I think the games on the Wii U are absolutely some of the best games ever made by Nintendo. But the console itself, utter trash for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I actually just bought myself an Xbox. Ooh. What, like, made you, what made you jump in there, man? What an interesting time to get over on Xbox. It was because uh, on the launch of FIFA 18, which yep. I think is, I don't like FIFA, but uh, they had a sale on oh, where you got that. an Xbox an Xbox One S with mm-hmm. FIFA and Overwatch for £200. Holy crap. Yeah. So I bought that and sold FIFA, traded back FIFA to them and bought Doom, <laughs> Halo, and Dishonored. <laughs> Dude, okay, I really think that that's really smart. I love, I spend way too much time doing that sort of thing of like almost scheming, looking at every mm-hmm. single deal and going like, okay, well, I don't need this small part of it. How can I turn that into five games instead? Yeah. I, um, every time something goes on EA Access, every time something goes in the vault, I'm like, do I have that game? Okay, what are the recycled deals over at EB Games right now? What can I, what can I turn this into? So how are you liking, how are you liking the Xbox, man? Because I, I obviously like it. Shout out to the Xbox Drive on iTunes. I think the um, – I don't think it's as good as oh, snap. The, the Xbox 360 was. Right. Like, you know, I have great memories and love for the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And I think the Xbox One – I think the games are good, but the actual console itself, you know, the software, mm-hmm. I think that's a real – I think it's a big step back from what mm-hmm. we used to have, that fluid look. It's very, very complicated, you know, software, but uh, the games are good. I'm playing uh, playing through Doom at the moment. Doom? Is is this the first time you played Doom? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've played it twice over. I played it on PlayStation, and then I bought it. I, again, one of, the, one of the scheming things that I did, when mm-hmm. I upgraded to Xbox One S, I had a whole bunch of games that uh, it was actually Doom was on sale on the Xbox that week. So I traded in along with um, my original, like my day one, my Kinect Xbox. And they gave me like 20 bucks for it where it was worth maybe 10. And a couple of other duplicate games that got my Xbox One S. And I like Doom, I think was in top five for me last year. Mm-hmm. For sure. That game is, and, and you know what actually gave me more appreciation for it was seeing them play the music at the video game awards. Like I mm-hmm. knew it was good and just kind of like getting into it and learning the backstory and learning who, who made the music and how it was kind of like combined in with the gaming development gave me a whole new level of appreciation. Um, but on the point of the UI kind of thing, I'm part of the preview group. So I get kind of like a inside look at as do many others. This is actually not terribly exclusive but the new uh firmware update that's coming that's going to revamp the ui for for everybody else i think you're going to like it if you like uh-huh. the, the 360 one it's very it's very snappy and um very customizable it still has like some of the stuff where you go over to the right and there's store and there's community and things like that it's not it's a little cleaner though but to me like the menu bar is much much better when you click the uh the xbox button it's getting a little mm-hmm. bit better 
So, yeah, man, did you, were you planning on getting Cuphead for, for Xbox as well? Because as a Nintendo fan, especially if you kind of go back, I feel like Cuphead has some, some roots in some very old school gaming. Um, I don't see the point in Cuphead. <laughs> you know what? Neither did I. Neither did I. It, when I, like, cause obviously we've been hearing about it for many, many years and I would look yeah. at the video and go like, okay, so you just like, you just fight bosses and I, you know I what? I think it, I think it looks absolutely amazing. And I think they did, you know, a really good job mm-hmm. with hand drawing it. But I think that style of gaming need, the, no, I just. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <clears throat> slam you on that too, because I, I was saying like just days before to my good friend Brock McLaughlin, he's like, so are you pumped about this? And I'm like, not really. Like, I don't even know if I would have bought it day one. I was lucky enough to get a code and try it out for myself. And that's kind of why I want to make sure that I not even go overboard, but definitely let people know that I was in the camp very much like uh, probably a lot of others, definitely like yourself. And once I got my hands on it, like it was, it was instant, man. I, I started mm-hmm. it up. The menu is great. And then you jump in and there's just so much love and character just flowing out of this game. And as you're playing, you're like, you almost don't even realize the gameplay immediately as much as you do the, uh, just like, what the hell are these characters doing? He's mm-hmm. snapping and there's lasers coming out of him. Well, that's weird. And then the, <laughs> the bosses all transform in these strange different ways. And like, before you know it, you're falling in love with the game before you even recognize how hard it is like to me that actually came second and i love the sort of like the bite-sized nature of of the bosses anyways i don't want to try and and sell you on this man so are you you a two console household or was this rounding up the three which were you playstation uh console Um, as well a couple of years ago at this at the launch of playstation 4 Mm -hmm. i did buy myself a playstation 4 yeah because you can share them Share the games. Uh, <laughs> Do you get convinced with all of the E3 uh, back see, and forth? I um, I used it for about a year, mm-hmm. and I had maybe eight games for it. Mm-hmm. And then I went about a year and a half without buying a single game for it. There was no games that I wanted or mm-hmm. desired, so I traded it in for my uh, Switch. Oh, nice. <laughs> was it pretty like straight across then? Because I don't know. Well, it would it would have been a few years old by that point, so you probably saw yeah, the it shell was, out a little bit more. I got, I think, I think I got 170 for it. So mm-hmm. I only had to pay it. I think it was 110 pounds. It's a good for day, my man. Switch. Yeah. So then you can just load up on all the other stuff. Nintendo. Yeah. Let's talk about Switch launch. Did you buy it at launch? Oh yeah, I was midnight. Like you were pre-ordered se- and se- everything. Se- second in line, I was. Oh my. Okay. Pre- day one, going to buy a console is a special thing. Like I love midnight oh, yeah. launches for anything. It's funny because. I've, I've been to some that I care deeply about and I've been to some midnight launches that I was actually just along for the ride. I think it was, I think it was Halo 3 actually, just as I talk about how much I love Xbox. Uh, I love oh no, Halo. it was Grand Theft Auto 4. Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, I went with a friend who was like super pumped about it and I had played like the first two Grand Theft Autos. I didn't have a PlayStation, so I didn't, uh, play the third one. I, I kind of missed what everybody was freaking out about with the 3D mm-hmm. and the uh, open world stuff. So when 4 came out, I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll go along. We went to the store, which wasn't a video game only store. It was kind of like a Best Buy kind of thing. And I bought movies instead. He picked up Grand Theft Auto and I picked up a couple <laughs> movies. <laughs> so, but I just love it, man. Like you're there. It's almost like a little mini convention. It's almost like a little mm-hmm. mini packs where you're just like lined up with people who are totally obsessed about this stuff just as much as you are. So you're second in line. Are you thinking mm-hmm. just picking up the console and Zelda? Like what were, what were your plans on day one for the Switch? Um, 
all I got Thursday was Breath of the Wild. And I think Breath of the Wild was the reason I actually went to the midnight launch and first mm-hmm. day. Otherwise, I think I would have waited for the Switch. But I'm, my number game, number one game franchise is Legend of Zelda. Mm. And the amount of time we had to wait for a proper game, I was just like, day one. Had to go get it. Where does where does that start? Where was your kind of uh, on-ramp with the Zelda series? How far back do you go? Um, my very, very first experience with Zelda was Oracle of Ages mm-hmm. for the Game Boy Color. <laughs> yep. And that that today that, that is my absolute favorite Zelda game just because of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But so, so I would say that was what two thousand and four. No, no, it was, was before it that. Yeah. Oh, my mind's going blank. It's Dude, between it's right. dates. You know, I've been trying to like put a more concerted effort into remembering dates, just especially as I get older, trying to like put everything in context because it's so easy to lose track of like what yeah. happened to the last 10 years the first time that i realized that was i think it was i may have told the story already but so i apologize if i'm repeating but nhl 94 uh sorry uh 2014 came out and it's like it's the 20th anniversary i'm like that doesn't make any sense it's not 20 <laughs> and then oh no that lines up what happened to 2000 to 2010 like i feel like i just like lost that period of time that was probably that was basically university though so I guess that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, who the hell even knows what happens at that point? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You're just kind of just trying to get through, I guess. So midnight release. What do you think about Zelda, I guess, in the context of Nintendo Switch? Because obviously now here we are uh, half a year later. It's obviously doing very, very well. Mm-hmm. Are we even having this conversation about Switch without Breath of the Wild? Like, does that even does that even happen? No. <laughs> yeah. If you own a Switch, you have to own Breath of the Wild. It's just it is the game on the Switch, and mm-hmm. I think it will be the game on the Switch for a long time. I think Mario Odyssey will um, sell more and you know be mm-hmm. more popular, but the game will be Zelda. You think it'll sell more? How come? I think, yeah, um, just because of past games. You know, mm-hmm. Mario has always been the top. You know. Even beating Pokemon sometimes. What? You know. Hang on a second. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Yeah, Mario if you beats look at, Pokemon. If you look at um, oh, what is it? Is it Mario Galaxy Two that beat out um, Sun and Moon, didn't it? I actually don't know. That's a that's a really somebody out there can don't, can let us know. Don't quote me on that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everything but, I say, don't quote me on it. Yeah, don't quote me on it. Dude, but, that know, should be part of like your YouTube thing. Is like I'm just gonna <laughs> spout out of the mouth and like yeah, don't quote don't me on that, don't fact check me at all. This is I'm, I'm pretty sure because I'm, I'm pretty I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Patrick um, on Planet Nintendo was mm. saying it was said the sales for Galaxy Two were pretty high. Okay, I'm I sure appreciate num- you citing a source here at least. This is I, this I'm is pretty, good. I'm, pr- I'm pretty and I'm pretty sure that was higher than. The sales for Pokemon Sun and Moon right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm, I know I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funnest part, man. That's why you, I do a show with Bobby. Head, like you know Bobby knows wrong. everything. I don't know anything. Like who the heck knows about any of that stuff? So okay, what's um? What are your plans for like kind of like the rest of the year? You got Mario Odyssey. Are you mm-hmm. like because it's impossible to keep track of of the games coming out on Nintendo Switch at I this know, point. I have so many games. I've I've had to stop buying games. I, I'm playing Stardew Valley at the moment, and that's oh, the last nice. game. Oh, nice! 
It's the last game I'm, pl- pl- I'm buying till Mario Odyssey. Well, it's it's nice that you give yourself a two week buffer, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I went for a stay. I think it was um, end of September. I mm-hmm. bought like five games in like two weeks, and I've only played like three, four hours of each, and Isn't they deserve crazy? so much more. That's the thing, man. You look at some of these games, they are top notch, and it's like, in any other world, in any other year, you buy them without question because mm-hmm. of the quality and just like that, they, they deserve to be played. And then, yeah, man, like you said, like, when do I physically have the time? I've got to like make sure that, that drunk people are caffeinated and taking care of them when I'm, you know, first thing in the morning, dude. Yeah, well, like, I, I've still not, I've still got to play, um, Steam World and mm-hmm. Golf Story. They're on my list. See, those are like, uh, it's really unfortunate. Just, I mean, it's not unfortunate to have a family. Uh, obviously that's like the greatest thing ever. But with that said, (laughs) I, I haven't got a chance to get to any of those games. And like Mm -hmm. I said, any other year, any other time, those are like priorities, but I still have like the backlog. I honestly don't even want to think about it at this point. Like it's almost know, Johnny, right? my friend Johnny Casino has a has a spreadsheet and he's he's tabulating everything, which I think kind of gives you context, which for, in a way helps you, me deal with that sort of anxiety. But at the same time, to look at it all at once is almost worse than maybe the the ignorance that I'm applying to <laughs> right now. Like mm-hmm. I just don't even want to, I don't even want to think about it. Do you have like a reprieve coming up at some point where you can, where you are going to be able to, like sometimes it's Christmas for some people or there's vacation or anything like that. So luckily for me on the, the, the weekend that Mario Odyssey comes out mm-hmm. the next week is a, is like a development. It's like week university call it a student development week, but mm-hmm. it basically just means a week off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And student so development gonna... is like drinking for a week or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so that whole week you know got free from mario odyssey which oh is good oh my gosh that is what perfect timing man that must have like they must have looked at the entertainment calendar and went you know october 27th is a pretty crazy day we better give these kids a a week off mm-hmm. so is that isn't like... there a, isn't there another big game coming out that day oh as man well? it's like it's like um i think wolfenstein is it uh or one of the other Bethesda games. There's, you know, yeah, there's what? another big game coming out. I uh, Age, um, Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm fairly certain comes out that day as well. There's like Jigsaw the movie. So there's a whole bunch of stuff happening, at least in uh, on this side of the ocean. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's absolutely insane. It's a day that I should be celebrating and looking forward to. Like it should be circled on my calendar, just like video games day with like big dollar signs written all over it. Like that's probably. <laughs> I wonder of everybody who's into video games, everybody who's obsessed about it, just like us, who's buying all of those games day one? Like, is that even, yeah. is that even smart? Because you look at some of them going like Mario, to me, Mario is the only choice. And I'm not just saying that as a Nintendo, I'm not, I wouldn't even call myself a Nintendo fanboy, but all the other games I can 100% see going on sale within a few weeks. Certainly mm-hmm. Black Friday. Do you guys do Black Friday? Have you adopted it? Like, like we have um, in Canada? We have it, but it's not like you got your guys is like in America. Well, I, I'm in Canada, Canada so yeah. Canada we don't we don't necessarily murder each other to go get the yeah. deals. I don't think now I should knock on wood because now we're going to get a story out of Saskatchewan where somebody's doing that. Um, but we don't have enough people in Saskatchewan for that to be a problem. <laughs> I, I think the only the, the 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 company that does it the most is probably uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll have like seven days of 
deals. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, they'll have like an even bigger deal section. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really, it's not, it, it's coming over. I'd say, in a, you know, within the next few years, it'll be as big. Do you have any other big it, yeah. shopping days? Like for, for us before it was Black Friday, it was Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas, which I think is amazing because if you didn't get what you wanted, you you went to sleep and then you woke up the next day and it's your own personal Christmas. You just go buy whatever you want for like basically the same idea, like 75% off everything. And yeah, stores are nuts. Oh, we, um, yeah, we have Boxing Day, but I've never done it. I've oh. just, I've always just left it. I've, I've, I'm a, um, a, you know, Christmas, drink, sleep, have fun. <laughs> leave, leave, leave the, the Boxing Day for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Stay in the PJs for a week straight, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love Christmas. Like I, I've been, a, I've been very fortunate. I worked at the same place since 2009, and I've taken every single Christmas off, like two weeks off. And because there's so many holidays in there, I actually don't have to use up a whole lot of vacation. And it just, that's why I kind of asked if you had like a reprieve, because for me, it is Christmas. It's two weeks of, maybe this will be different with Lincoln, but it's two weeks of sitting on the couch, grabbing all the games that I just got and trying to get through as many as possible before kind of like game of the year submissions Mm -hmm. are in. And that's, that's me on We The Nerdy. I'm always trying to push the deadline a little bit because I know that I won't be able to play anything until basically like New Year's Eve. It's kind of like, that's kind of it. So speaking of holidays, we're coming up to, to Halloween, man. Do you, do you participate in Halloween in like kind of like a trick or treating kind of way? Do you dress up? Do you, do you play scary games to, to get into the mood? Cause I haven't until just recently. And the, and the game that made me do it is the evil within. And that's, mm-hmm. that came out just this last week. And I'm, I kind of want to, I haven't even finished the first one. I want, I might go back for that for a, for a Halloween stream or something like that. But are you, do you get into it at all? It's just kind of a thing that, that happens. Everybody else can have fun with it. Um, it's one of them things that is a is around in England, but we don't mm. really. Oh, that's it's more right. it's more for kids than mm. adults. Like there'll be like maybe there'll be some like Halloween parties or you mm. know which you're invited to, but in in England it's pretty much for the kids. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'd I would just probably just stay in and play some games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big into Halloween. I used mm-hmm. to be when you used to be able to get, go out and get some free sweets, but free sweets. I love, I, I, I should have prepared like a bunch of, uh, words that we can compare back and forth. But now, now that I, I've only thought of it now, I'd probably, I'll, I'll say that for, for the next time that I chat with Toby or something like that. Um, okay, man, why don't we talk about kind of like you were mentioning how, um, actually, I want to take it this way. What made you want to be on the show? I never, I never actually asked this question of people, but you reached out a little while ago, and I wanted to, I kind of wanted to get a sense of what made you want to be on on We the Gamer Cast. Did you have any questions for me, or did you have anything in mind that you wanted to talk about? No, <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> I, um, Joey. yeah, I just, uh, I just love the, uh, you know, love how like kind of how fun it is, and I just wanted to be part of it. Nice, man. Well, you know what's happening this weekend is Splatfest. So, uh, you guys, I, I, is this the weekend where you, ha- is it the toilet paper one for you and then the vampires and, and werewolves for us? Or like what happened with the toilet paper? I thought we were getting toilet paper. I wanted the toilet paper. I honestly don't have a clue. I, I, I didn't even know that there was werewolf versus vampire in America until this morning. Like, yeah. I, I'm kind of out of the Splatoon 2 loop now. Mm hmm. Where would you where would you end up on it if you had to choose werewolves and vampires? Ooh. 
I mean, werewolves. <laughs> I think so. Werewolves. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were still considering. Uh, well, mm. Man, werewolves suck. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but vampires can't go out in the sun. You know what? That's a really good point. Here I am thinking about Blade, and he's kind of like the half breed. He can do whatever he wants. That would kind of suck. Although, that's also perfect for playing video games. And you're only a werewolf once a month. Is that how it, just because of the full moon thing? Yeah. But it seems like you're not really in control. Like, it seems like at least a vampire, you're you're conscious the whole time. But a werewolf, you kind of like, you see the moon, you go, oh, crap, I'll see in the morning. And then you wake up in a field somewhere with your with your underwear and clothes tattered up, hopefully still covering up your naughty bits. And vampires, the only food that can sustain you is blood. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't be able to eat any, you know, pizzas or anything. I mean, you could so, eat them, but so you, you couldn't. You could. You're right. You, you would. You dislike them. Yeah. Huh, man. Mm. This is actually. Those are two very good points, Joey. I still. I don't know. Vampires <laughs> can fly, though. Kind of want to fly at night. That'd be kind of sweet. I have an airport twenty minutes down the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Joey, let me ask you a question. I don't know if this is something that you can, it's an easy thing to answer, but like, where, where do you think your, the majority of your nerd cred lies? Like, like for some people, it's they, they love building PC. Some people, they like to like dig into comic books. I'm trying to get a sense of like, where, where does the heart of your nerdism lie? Do you feel? So I am a huge, as you, as you know, I'm really into Zelda mm-hmm. and I'm a huge Zelda collector and I have, Pretty much everything Zelda. Here we go. I have all the Amiibos. I have yeah. all the statues. I have um, all the games, jigsaws, cups, mm-hmm. mugs. I'm just looking now to see if it, all the limited edition stuff. Do you have anybody to answer to for all of this stuff? Because like at a certain point, it becomes it sort of overtakes our lives, as as we can see behind mm-hmm. me. Like, do you? Is it is it just you? Do you have anybody to go like? Mm, Maybe we can spend some more money on on this stuff, or maybe we have space for all of these other things. Uh, nope, it's just me. So nice, man. Yeah, man. I'm, enjoy uh, it. <laughs> university living by well, not living by myself. I'm living with uh, some some other university students, but mm-hmm. it's my own space. <laughs> are they are they into games too? Like university for me, I I never found anybody who was into games. I always hear these stories of people playing games like in their dorms and everything, but like for me, that it was nowhere to be found. It was very disappointing. Um, the people I live with, um, I, one, one of them has an Xbox, which mm-hmm. is in the main room, and they love playing FIFA. Mm-hmm. But my, um, I'm also a part of the video game society in my university. And mm-hmm. um, we get together every, every Wednesday, play games. That sounds amazing. So, the video game society? Yeah. Okay, what is the mission statement for this thing? Cause that, I need to be part of a video game society. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just get together, have fun. That's it. And we, just... yeah, we just literally we uh, go to go. Uh, we have this huge room that we that we have on campus. Mm-hmm. We just play and we play Smash. We play um, played Capcom versus Marvel or Marvel versus Capcom the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, Jackbox. Was that the new one? Did you play? Um, I think so. I'm not. I'm not really into that mm, fighting just, game. Well, so if, if I'm Smash not sure. is the, obviously Smash is going to be a little bit older too. So, mm-hmm. so like, 
are you meeting people through this too? Because it sounds yeah. like, like this would just be, this is all I want. I actually wanted to, if I won the lottery, I think I would be like, I would do this full time. I would quit my job mm-hmm. and I would, I would do that. But if I want enough money, like if I'm talking like $500 million or something, I would want to see if there's a way to start up a business for like video game vacations where you know, like oh, sometimes people cool. go like on a cruise and they like to do, you know, activities. They like to get off the ship mm-hmm. and actually do stuff. My cruise ship on uh, video games isn't getting off anywhere, man. We're sticking out to sea and we are, we're doing land parties and we're doing all these other things. It's just bring your console and meet people and play video games. So this video game society sounds like an absolute dream, man. Is it all, mm-hmm. is it all like multiplayer games and that's, and are there multiple consoles? Like paint me a picture. So, um, on the big screen, so mm-hmm. we have like, the, you know, um, cause we, we're in a lecture hall pretty much. You know, oh, that's the so, best. Yep. So, so on the big screen is the PlayStation Four with the uh, Capcom and stuff and Jackbox, mm-hmm. and then that's people bring game. like people bring their own monitor and their Wii U, and we play random things. And people, um, we have a big Nintendo actually um, fan base here, oh, so yeah. everybody everybody has like a 3DS that they bring, and we play. And they have like little groups where we just play together and stuff. It's what, what's cool. everybody playing on the 3DS? Dude, this sounds incredible. Like, this sounds like my dream, man. I, I almost want to just live a little vicariously through you right now. What are, is it all Pokemon stuff that people are bringing? Usually, because, yeah. Usually 3DS is Pokemon because it's a perfect chance for people, you know, to battle one another. And mm-hmm. so, but, you know, um, I can't actually think of any other 3DS games people are playing. I know there's one guy who who brought this. He has like a Pokemon tin, you know, the Pokemon card tins, mm-hmm. and he just came with a big, massive box full of 3DS games the other day. <laughs> oh, dude! So he's just like pick and choose. Let's let's play any yeah. random game. That is that is the best, man. Oh, I love it. Well, dude, why don't we um why don't we get right into the rest of the year? We kind of talked a little bit about October 27th. Is there anything beyond that? Especially on Switch, there are games coming after Mario, like. What are you looking forward to for the rest of 2017? And in that, uh, you feel like, do you feel like there's anything that even comes close to even competing with Zelda? You kind of talked a little bit about that earlier, but is there anything that comes to mind now that can knock off Zelda? Because to me, it's game of the year already. Just, yeah, like, just I, I, give I me a word. Um, I don't think any game can knock Zelda right now, mm-hmm. but the game. I'm not super excited for it. I'm going to get it day one and play it, but the next game I'm going to get would be Xenoblade. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Did you play I'm, the other games too? Because like I've been, this is one of those series that I've been meaning to get to since it started. Yeah, it, this will be my first game. <laughs> oh really? Um, but you know, because of this community, you know, somebody mm-hmm. um, persuaded me to try it, so I'm going to try it, and it looks amazing. But it's not a um, oh my goodness, this is going to be a brilliant game. It's just a. I, I'm excited for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you feel, like, cause I don't even know if I'm going to have, it just looks like a huge amount of time. And yeah. I used to, I used to look at something like that and go challenge accepted. Like everybody's talking about persona five and going, it's a hundred hours or whatever. I'm like, I could do that. I can find time. If the only thing is time, how hard could that be to, to mm-hmm. like, if it's not a, a challenging game per se, then like, 
I why can't I I play this and why can't I beat it? Yeah, I'm ten hours into Persona, like, and I don't even know. I tried to go back to it, and I get very frustrated with uh, Sony's cloud saving. It doesn't do it automatically for me. Maybe it does for others, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem to work for me. So I have two Playstations, one upstairs, one downstairs. And apparently, the last time that I played it was upstairs, and it didn't sync my saves. And talk about first world problems. I get it. The guy with two Playstations is bitching about cloud saves, but. It would it would just work on Xbox, I'm telling you. And with, with Switch, I just bring it with me. So that's the other thing, uh, which it should be. Mm-hmm. So so Xenoblade, I look at and go, dude, that looks like a 200-hour game. Yeah. And I have, I have actually, I used to play way more Switch because I would play it on the bus. And now I drive to work and like my Switch is getting a little neglected right now. I feel, I feel really bad about that. So I think I'm going to be waiting on reviews maybe just see but even still persona 5 was getting nines and ten so it's almost like mm-hmm. it's not even about that anymore so i, my, I don't know my man. thing is is it's not my genre i'm not right. really a big fan of rpg and uh mm-hmm. you know jrpgs like i tried um what's that game everybody really loves i am Tsutsuma. oh yeah like, i haven't tried know, that e- yet everybody you know says how good it is and for me I just thought it was really depressing. Don't see it. Yeah. How much, how, how far did you get into it? Um, without spoilers. I got to the point that was like, so the people who know the game, like it's near the start of the game where you go, where you've reached the second town mm-hmm. and you about to go into the cave to get to reach the other town. Okay. So a few hours I'm, in. I'm, yeah, I'm up and then to that you just point. kind of drop it. I mean, there's so many yeah. other games too. What's an? This is this reminds me of a good question. Is there an example of a game? Uh, and I'll I'll tell you one of mine just to give you a chance to think about it too. I don't want to put you too much on the spot, but a game that sort of like introduced you to a genre that you otherwise would have thought, you know, I'm I'm kind of good. Like I don't I don't really like this type of game. And for me, it was mm-hmm. actually I have two examples. One of them was um, Dragon Age Origins that I played probably about five years ago maybe four or five years ago and it was like i didn't feel like i was a good enough gamer to understand like all the complexities of this very deep fantasy role-playing game and i just kind of gave it a shot a few years later i just had always heard great things about it and i was starting to do a little bit of writing about old games and and this kind of pop up popped up it was like ten dollars and before i knew it i absolutely loved it and it launched Mm -hmm. me into playing all the other Dragon Age games, trying out uh, Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls games and all these other things. And it sort of like opened me up to a whole new genre of game that I otherwise wouldn't have been. So that's mm-hmm. a really, I think that's a really cool example. And the other one is um, is actually Forza. So fairly recently jumping into Forza Motorsport 5, which is actually a number of, of iterations ago, uh, I had always looked at racing sims and went, that's too intimidating. I don't know what the hell a gearbox even is. Like, I don't know how to, how to adjust my suspension and all these things, but it taught me that you don't need to, and you can still enjoy that kind of game. And it, that has opened me up to obviously a lot of other forces and dirt games and dirt rally. Uh, most recently, uh, actually I'm in, I'm wanting to see what Gran Turismo has to offer now because I've, I've always kind of shied away from that. So at the end of all this rambling, like, is there an example of a game that kind of introduced you to a genre that you otherwise kind of like shied away from? Um, I'm trying to think now. I'm, I don't really like exploring new genres. Mm-hmm. So I've not really explored any new ones for quite a while, but, but you I mentioned Pokemon. Going, like how do you get into Pokemon? Um, I got into Pokemon, you know, I was one of the original crew 
Game Boy, mm-hmm. Pokemon Red. You know, um, I got it quite late on. I think I got it around 1998 because mm-hmm. it came out. You know, when I was bo- when I was born, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, born I got it a few years later. I know. <laughs> <It's> a, but, <laughs> that's a really good way to put it. It's like I don't yeah. try new things. I'm just born into the genre, basically. <laughs> but you know, if I think back, probably you know, Animal Crossing would probably be one. Nice. Okay. You know, that got me into Animal Crossing, which got me into Harvest Moon, which got got me into Stardew Valley now. Mm-hmm. And you know, before then, I, you know, I would have probably just been you know, Call of Duty. Oh. I don't like uh, that's a genre I don't like. I don't like FPS. Oh really? Yeah, I that's think it's very. I think it's very overrated. But what and about I think, Doom? I think there is only a few gems within mm-hmm. in the genre, like Halo, mm-hmm. uh, the original Halos, not this new Halo Five, <gasps> which is rubbish. Joe, but, okay, hang on a second. Stop everything. <coughs> I haven't had one of you on the show. I don't think, and if I have, then we haven't talked about it. What the hell, man? Let's let's throw down. I love Halo Five. I'm one of the only people who does, and I know that I'm alone in this in this fight and in this corner. Which problem, man? <laughs> it just does, it just feels like a generic first person shooter. It feels like any any other first person shooter. Whereas the originals, like up to Halo Three, possibly Halo Four, mm-hmm. and all the games in between, um, you know, they were unique. They had their own little spark. And Halo 5 is just, you know, point and click. You know, you just... It's, oh, it's I couldn't disagree not... more, man. I feel like every level is different. There's always a different style of fighting. And then the the vehicles, of course, and there's the bosses. And if you ever play it with co-op, that game is absolutely spectacular. I've played that that campaign three times over by myself mm-hmm. and then twice over as, as co-op. And I still kind of like sprinkle yeah. in a little bit. I love the... Is it Protheans? Uh, yeah, the guys with the too. orange, the, mm-hmm. the orange spots. And I think that those are way better enemies than ever, anything that ever showed up in the first three games. I feel mm-hmm. like the level design, you actually know where you're going. See, this is where we're really thrown down. I don't mean any disrespect to you, but I feel like Halo 5 gets a lot of crap. I think 343 gets a lot of crap, unfortunately. And I feel like those games definitely represent a step forward for it. Um, rather than a step backwards. And the other thing that I would say is now after playing Destiny 2 and with Bungie kind of making, you know, a lot of integrated multiplayer MMO style of first-person shooter and story takes a, a back step, I think that's what mm-hmm. 343 needs to do with whatever Halo 6 is going to be. Make the story so incomprehensible that people just don't even care. You just go mm-hmm. like, ah, whatever, it doesn't make any sense. There's lore somewhere, and apparently that allows a pass, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I think that's great. Destiny 2 is probably my second number two game of the year, and maybe maybe Halo 4 and Halo 5 stories are a little too... You can follow them too much. Let's just get back to the, the first three, where it's like, if you wanted to know about it, it's there, but otherwise, there's this Master Chief guy, and he hates these aliens, and they've got these rings in the sky that are bad, so we just want to end that. So maybe that's that's what I would recommend for Halo, Halo 6. Uh, the Halo series is actually in my top five games, mm-hmm. and I have all the limited edition um, sets, and I have the, uh, the, the Master Edition of Halo Reach, the one with all the statues. Yeah, man. Um, I used to be an absolutely huge fan, but Halo 5... Oh, no. that that uh, breaks my heart, and that's that is a pretty typical situation because, I mean, maybe that's the difference between me and you. I liked Halo before, but I didn't love it. Like I wasn't I wasn't reading the books from the first three Halos. Like I remember playing Halo two, and I got to the end. I'm like, okay, that's done. It was it's great. Don't get me wrong, 
but I just never had that. Like it wasn't all all consuming for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I I love these ones. I had so much faith in Halo Five mm-hmm. that I got the limited edition set at launch. I didn't mm-hmm. even have an Xbox until you know j- you know just oh, just now. <laughs> so you know that shows how much I love Halo. But I'm completely disappointed. Where did like, you play it then? Considering I, you just got an Xbox, I've literally only started playing it like, and I've just completed the story for the first time. And yeah. Well, come on, man! You just you just play it, and you're giving it crap. This is this is the problem, like, Joe. That 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 for me is a sign of a, a bad and a good game. If you've just finished playing it and you look mm-hmm. back on it, it'll be like, wow, that like Doom was like, wow, that was an amazing game. See, and I had Halo the same 5, experience with Halo. I finished Halo Five and I started it again immediately. I'm like, I want to do that again. It was like a roller coaster ride for me. I just, I just loved... put it on the shelf. Oh, it breaks my heart, man! <laughs> that opening intro, and they've got all four, uh, all four guys kind of like running down the hill, and it's all for, like the action is so fluid. And I'm like, you can't do that in the game. And oh, then it that... turns out you totally can do all that stuff in the game. It's that incredible. annoyed me so much that they put Master Chief <laughs> in a team. Like, what Master Chief is a solo person, and they give him three guys. See, just, these are no. these are two these rules that you impose on Halo are too hard and fast, man. It will never change. It will never grow with Chief, all of those rules. Chief is cannot make friends. Like he's he's hardwired to be this like badass lone person that can't make friends. They, but he cares for Cortana. He obviously has a heart, and that's the thing. Is like, oh my goodness, this guy who I thought was just stone cold in the middle is he actually is a maybe a human being underneath all of that it's he's actually breaking out of the mold of being created in a lab somewhere and he he has a he what cares for cortana he cares for his fellow man and for earth and for all of these people dude like i just want to shake people who think like i actually think the uh, the cortana plot line i actually think they're overusing cortana Mm -hmm. like i think they actually i think halo 4 left it really good where cortana you know, did her part, and I think mm-hmm. they should have left it there. You know where where she where she died, but now Spoilers. bringing her back and <laughs> sorry, that's sorry. Right. Halo Four is a real old, <laughs> and now bringing her back with you know this big secret. Which Not really no spoiler. Spo- she didn't die. Yeah, no spoilers. But um, I just I just don't buy it. Like they're overusing her. Come on, original ideas. That's what you know. You know, Halo's good for Halo ODST original. You know, but no. I don't want to. I don't want to belabor the point because if anybody doesn't like Halo, they're like, guys, move it along here. But if (laughs) if if Halo Six has or whatever the next Halo is going to be, if we go back to the Flood, man, that's me being. I'm tapping out. I hate the Flood, and that's why I like what Three Four Three is doing. I like. I was really hoping for for the Flood in Halo Five. I honestly thought they were going to bring him back. For those only listening to the the podcast i'm like wheeling away from my microphone right now like i just obviously just, we're looking for totally different things the flood just, are think, awful. just think halo 2 when you first come across the flood how exhilarating that was because it was complete surprise i guess but the like oh. the enemy design is is boring and they're just they look like they're just they've come out of the dirt and I think that that is so, and that's, that's why I like the, the shininess of the, I know, but it's boring and it's just all these, like, these, I don't like fighting, like, it's just zombies. That's not interesting to me. They don't have good weapons to pick up afterwards. This is a, dude, I haven't had a Halo conversation ever. <laughs> this is so exciting for me. I hope that it's not like, I don't, I still like you very much, Joey. <laughs> but I love, I also love the fact that we are coming on polar opposite ends. <laughs> 
of the Halo spectrum, but this is great. I should I should do this more often. We should put a call out to people mm-hmm. who uh we should just have like a, a round table Halo mm-hmm. discussion because Definitely. Halo is, has fallen off of the uh eh, what do I say? It's it's definitely not like top of mind anymore. It's not part of the zeitgeist. Certainly, yeah. like, you don't you don't get up that high and uh, without falling just crazy like it has. It, it was like the ten year anniversary of Halo Three, and everybody's like, oh wow, yeah, we are all onto all <laughs> on the destiny now. Um, man, this is this is awesome. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right there. This I don't I don't think we can get any better than a than a sweet sweet Halo discussion. This is where I I, te- I ask everybody to share all of their social media and everything you want people to check out, man. You're on YouTube, you're on the Twitter, you're you're sharing thoughts on our Discord and everything, man. Where where can people find you on the internet? Um, just on places. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to put you on the spot, man. I tried to give you I, a uh, runway. I actually don't know my YouTube. Earl. Uh, I'm guessing it's YouTube.com/slash/JokeCritic, but I'm not too sure. I subscribed today, so I don't know that you have. Uh, we're, we got to get you up to 100 subscribers. So, um, Joey the Critic, I believe, is how you'd find it. And yeah. now I'm ruining. It. I, I've got on the video the your YouTube. Actually, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. Why don't I? It's bad uh, when you, I don't even know. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to help you, and it's not working. But that's okay. So, um, Joey the Critic on YouTube. Your, New video your Twitter. Will be up soon. Sweet man. And on Twitter, uh, that is Joe Critic YT YouTube. Got it. Because somebody already stole Joe Critic. I like Joe Critic YT. They're kind of like, oh, this dude's on YouTube. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of out of your day and helping people, your fellow man, with uh, tea and coffee. And um, I really hope you can maybe give Halo Five another shot, or give you know maybe Halo Four. Just give it another give it another chance. Maybe I, I thought Halo Four was awesome. Okay, okay. Well, at least we can we can share that sentiment. This was great, dude. Thank you so much. Sweet. conversation lincoln we're finished we're all done here that's joey Hare from from england not from france bobby he's from england jolly old england thank you so much for accommodating the time zones guys that's like seven hours difference i don't know how anybody ever does the math on that good thing we have the internet remember joey's on the internet he's on twitter joe critic yt please follow and let him know that you enjoyed uh, your time with him you're here. You're with us, right? So that's great. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. That that music, by the way, Halo 3 Immortalized from ocremix.org. You guys should just go check it out. Like, if you're just kind of working and you're out of podcast, um, by the way, that should never happen. Go to dayspace.com. There's plenty over there. But if you're looking for maybe just, if you just want music, ocremix.org. That's, dude, it's so, I play stuff for Lincoln all the time. Like, we we sit and listen to Donkey Kong Country stuff, and that's, then we dance, and I look like an idiot. That's part of being a dad, and it's awesome. So thank you for listening and subscribing on iTunes and Google Play and hitting subscribe here on YouTube.com slash WeTheNerdy because when you do that, you'll know when I go live with more video game stuff. It's not necessarily always podcasting. I'm going to do some streaming and stuff. Lincoln is getting very tired here. Follow me on Twitter. It's at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. What is he doing? Like, he's basically just, like, laying down. You're just, you're just amazing. Your sleeve is soaking wet from sucking on your thumb. He's a thumb sucker. I am on a podcast other than this one. It's called The Xbox Drive. I do it while I drive to work because I ain't got more time for more shows, but I got to talk about video games with my good friend Dave Moore. 
you can find that on iTunes and Google Play, probably. Stitcher, maybe, I don't know. Wherever you get in your podcast, the Xbox Drive is there. Follow us on at the Xbox Drive. It helps. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on this show. Guys, I will be doing a review for the Xbox One X. Have I not said that here? I will be doing a review. Microsoft is sending me a console. That is freaking awesome, man. I'm so pumped about that. I can't wait to let you guys know what I think. Um, I have a setup down here with the two TVs, if you didn't know. So I'll be doing side-by-side, Xbox One S versus the X. I feel like I'm... That's a real good setup for that sort of review, so you might want to hear more about that. So the reason I say that is because following on all these channels helps. It definitely... They notice. They notice the Patreon. They notice the follows. They notice all this stuff. So guys, thank you so much. I could not be doing any of this without you, so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I also do it for on Nintendo. That's with Bobby, but you probably already knew that. Um, what else? That's pretty much it. I'm, I'm a writer at WeTheNerdy.com, so check them out. Thank you to our artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard. Once again, Adam, an artist once again. Uh, I forgot to mention this at the start of the show, probably because I'm holding a baby and I'm racing. Um, Adam Leonard, of course, doing the artwork at the start. The stuff that's all been put together by our video designer, Antonio Guillen. Our logo has art featuring Gary Gray, which I mentioned. And our, this whole show is powered by the Dayspace Network of Indie Podcasts. I think I nailed that, Dave. Warp Whistle Podcast is there. Check it out. Also, one of my favorite shows, I wake up to it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Forget being cool. It's on YouTube.com slash Dayspace. It's also, you get it on podcast form and all the rest of that stuff. Otherwise, this is episode 109. I freaked out Lincoln one last time. Of We The Gamer Cast is now in your ears and it's in your eyeballs. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason, 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 Jason. X for Jason and sometimes Sean and Jason and Lincoln. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Stinky Linky, you're a stinky Linky. Stinky Linky, you're a stinky boy.